Hello and welcome to another episode of Solo BG Podcast. This is episode number 65 and I'm so happy to be here with you for another episode about board games, of course. And if this is your first time, well, this is a podcast where we focus on solo and cooperative board games. But once in a while, we do a special episode like we're going to do it uh, for this time, which is a solo with friends where we talk about a game that it cannot be played solo, at least in an official mode. And by the way, it's been a long time. The last episode that was aired, it was on May 24th of 2020, this year, 2020. My goodness, uh, we've been through so much and we're going to get through all of this uh, and we will be better at the end. Uh, so yeah, it's been a long time. And just to share with you a little bit, I've been very, 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 very busy uh, with my own uh, personal life with my work, as uh, some of you already know that I work in a hospital, and, uh, you know, I've been very, very busy, so that has kept me away a little bit from from recording the podcast, uh, and I've been playing a lot as well. I've been trying to use my free time to play, to have fun, uh, to share a lot of uh, games with my wife, with some very close friends, because, you know, in these difficult times where we cannot gather as we would love to, uh, but and I've been playing solo a lot as well, and we I will tell you a little bit of what I've been playing because honestly it's been a lot. Uh, when I say a lot, I say in those in these last thirty days probably at least thirty or forty different games that I've been getting that I've been trying. Uh, actually, uh, as some of you know, I live in Indianapolis, Indiana, in uh, United States of America, and also um, not too long ago. I did a trip with a very with some of my very close friends uh, to Minuteman Market in St. Louis, Missouri, which is like about three and a half, four hours from here. And I took the opportunity to buy a bunch of games, and <laughs> I've been playing a lot. And also a lot of publishers, very kindly, they have been sending me some games to play, and, you know, in order to have uh, future episodes, which is going to happen. Like tonight, as you read on the title of tonight, we're going to talk about Batman Talisman, from USA Opoly or the OP Games. Now, this game I received uh, for free from my games, from, from my friends, I'm sorry, uh, from the USA Opoly or the OP. They were very kind. I reached out to them and they sent me a copy of Talisman Batman because they know, as you probably know as well, that uh, there's nothing for me better than Batman as a superhero or, or a franchise or a comic. And... Um, yeah, I played the game a few times already, and I'm ready to do the review and, and share with you my thoughts. Now, I need to say that this is the, my first experience with a Talisman game. So it was kind of tricky because I tried to put myself also on back on the days, back on the time where the Talisman came as a board game. And I'm pretty sure on that time it was an innovative thing, and it was a new thing and a fresh thing. And the mechanic, it seems like it was uh, always just rethemed, right? Just a reskin of the game. Like in this case, it's uh, uh, Batman Talisman. So, you know, I try to make it fair, putting myself on that time, at least mentally. And, and you know, and I play the game with my wife and with some friends. And you will hear my thoughts on the game. And with, like every episode, we will talk about the box and cover. We will talk and we will do our audio unboxing where I will describe all the components to you. And then uh, we will talk a little bit about the gameplay very briefly because I'm pretty sure you are more familiar than me with the mechanics of Talisman. 
And then at the end, I will share with you my thoughts and if I recommend you, uh, if I recommend you to get this game or not. Anyway, also, uh, in a little bit, once we start, I'm gonna tell you some games that I've been playing recent, recently. I'm gonna share with you, uh, you know, a little bit of my thoughts. And some of them, I'm, I'm just gonna mention them because I don't want to spoil too much since I'm about to record some other episode. Also, talking about the recording other episodes, I have a, a I don't want to spoil, but it's a huge news because very, very, very soon we will have an episode with a very special guest. He is one of the most important content creators out there for solo games. I really like his reviews. And almost every time that he likes a game or that he recommends a game, I usually just go and get it. Most of the times blindly, honestly. And But as long as he recommends a game, I just get it. And usually is very good. I, us- I trust a lot on his reviews and his thoughts. And I don't want to tell you who he is, but next week, next week, you're going to record the interview and then we will uh, post that episode very soon here as well on the podcast. Anyway, once again, this is episode number 65. I'm very excited. And like always, you know, let's start right now because I'm very excited. We have to, we're going to talk a lot about games. So let's start like always in three, two, one. Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Okay, so now we are officially starting with episode number 65 on Solo BG Podcast. Today, the day that we're recording, it's actually Saturday, July 11. Now, it's past midnight when I'm recording. Uh, so it's, I guess, very early on July 11, Saturday. And I'm very excited to record. And with that, I want to remind you to please, if you want to be updated with all the games that I play almost daily, follow me on my social media, Solo BG Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, I want to remind you that if you happen to speak Spanish or you happen to want to learn Spanish, why not? Or if you're just interested in hearing a, in hearing a gaming podcast in Spanish with my voice, with my primary language, well, remember that Solo BG Podcast, you can find it as well in Spanish, and it's called Solo BG Podcast en Español. And, uh, well, it's the same social media that I share. And also, if you want to contact me through a more private, uh, yeah, I guess, way with an email, <laughs> you can do it at solobgpodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Let's start with the show. What games I've been playing recently? Oof, a lot. But just to mention some, I've been playing um, Crusaders. I will be done. That's actually, I think I mentioned it in a, a previous episodes that I really enjoy this game every time that it comes to the table. I've been playing that game. You know, it has the Mancala mechanic, as most of you know, and you're trying to go with your Crusader, trying to uh, gain territory, uh, conquer territory, uh, defeat enemies, get treasures, victory points, and at the end of the game, you want to be the one with more more treasures, right? Or the currency of the game or victory points, whatever you want to call it. 
Very nice game, very nice components, and I really like Crusaders. That will be done. One of my favorites game uh, games on this, uh, you know, genre of sort of like an area control and trying to manipulate different territories. Uh, also, I've been playing another game that I was looking forward to get, and I and I happened to get a copy of it, which is Rallyman GT. Which, by the way, the Kickstarter campaign is all at this moment uh, live which is the Rallyman GT Dirt, I think is what it's called. And you can get all the expansions and the base game from Rallyman. This game, you can play it solo, or you can play it, I believe, up to six players. And it's basically a racing game. But what I like about the game is that you have that mechanic of puzzling, kind of like, uh, you know, if you ha if you know how to drive a, st a standard card, uh, you can go gearing up from uh, first velocity second third four five and then on the curbs you need to break also with with the same uh i guess a standard transmission uh, so it's very very cool very uh, thematic <laughs> very very well attached to to the racing cars uh and i really like it rallyman gt and i'm looking forward to recording episode as well about it and even if i already told you that i like it I want to talk more in deep about the game and actually um this game is probably going to come up on the next, well, not on the next episode, but in the future, uh, I don't know, two or three episodes more when we when we put on air the one that I told you that we're going to have a very special guest. Also, I've been playing Zombie Side Invader. Now, that one, let me share with you this. Um, it was my first experience, actually, with a Zombie Side game, and I decided to purchase one Zombie Side. I didn't want to go with the original one because I know that l not too long ago uh, they released the Zombieside 2.0 on Kickstarter, right? And recently, uh, Simon Games released a Kickstarter campaign where they were selling comics. Comics, um, they have three different story arcs. One, the Cthulhu uh, Dead May Died, which is a game that I really like, which, by the way, I should do an episode about it because I also have a very interesting things to tell you about that game. So anyway, on the campaign, you will get in the comic of Cthulhu, the Dead May Die game, and you will also get in some miniatures and characters and stuff that you can play with during the game. Also, they have the same option for the original zombie side, and that way you will get those expansions and characters for the 2.0, which, once again, I didn't back, and I don't own the original, and the other option was Zombie Side Invader. And I thought, well... I guess if I want to jump in one, this should be it, since I'm already getting the comic with the other characters, right? So I got those two comics on the Kickstarter with their expansions and their promos, and then I decided to buy Zombie Side Invader, and I even got the 3D doors for the game, which, by the way, that's a thing that I'm going to spoil you right now. You need to get those 3D doors, because they're very cheap, at least in American dollars, they're around 14, 15 American dollars. But the doors are great and they look fantastic on the table. And you can use those doors those doors for many other games. For example, the other game that I use them is Resident Evil 2. Uh, which, by the way, the campaign just ended up Resident Evil 3. And we will do an episode about the Resident Evil games because the tiles on Resident Evil 2, my goodness, <laughs> they're so dark. But anyway, you can use the doors, for for example, for that game or for many other games. So the doors are great, very cheap, $14 to $15. Get them. Now, regarding Zombie Side, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the mechanics. Uh, I don't want to spoil you because um, one of my uh, future episodes is going to be about Zombie Side. So that's it. I've been playing Zombie Side in better as well. The other games that I will also I will uh, spoil you with my thoughts. It's Back to the Future from Funko Games. Now I have to say that this game 
I was expecting this game since it was announced. So all summer I was like, please, please come out, please come out, please come out. And finally came out, I pre-ordered it and I got my copy very early. And I don't want to spoil you, but it's back to the future, man. And, and you know, there's a, there's a game also from, from IDW that is called an, an Adventure Through Time, which is another Back to the Future game. Horrible game, horrible game, like a very, very bad game. And uh, I just have it as a collectible, you know, because it's a Back to the Future. Why not? But this game from Funko Games, completely different story. And if you like Back to the Future, especially the first movie, which I don't understand if somebody doesn't like Back to the Future. And if you don't like Back to the Future, my friend, I'm sorry, but you're completely wrong. <laughs> anyway, uh, the game is the first movie. So we're going to do an episode about it as well. I also been playing... The tiny epic defenders, the dark with the dark war expansion, which that one was provided to me with from my friend Sam Ajo from Gambling Games, and we're gonna do an episode about them very, very, very soon as well. And I'm gonna have my friend Sam Ajo on the show, hopefully, in that way we can talk about uh, the tiny epic round two, which we which we already did the round one, by the way. If you haven't heard it. Once you're done with the episode, go back to previous episodes and you will find it there. Tiny Epic Round 1, where we talk about Tiny Epic Tactics, ta Tiny Epic Mechs, and Tiny Epic Galaxies. And for this round, definitely we're going to talk about this. For second round, I'm sorry, definitely we're going to talk about Tiny Epic Defenders with the Dark War expansion. And also Tiny Epic Kingdoms, which was the other one that I was provided with as well. And besides those games, I also been playing another game from Renegade Games, which is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid uh, from Renegade Games. I will tell you right now, I will do an episode about that game. I will spoil you. Quality of components, miniatures, fantastic. Great. I love the miniatures and the components of that game. The dice on that game. Oof. Fantastic. Uh, so the even let me tell you this. I'm going to spoil you a little bit because I wish I could talk about the game right now. Um, there's an expansion, which is the Mega Sword. I don't know if, of course, probably a lot of you have followed uh, Power Rangers, like when you were kids, as just as I did growing up. Um, one of the expansions is the Mega Sword, which is a big, big, huge, uh, sorry for my English, badass miniature. And just the expansion was $25 just for the miniature. It doesn't give you, well, if you can call it a miniature because it's huge, doesn't give you anything else. It's just the plastic, the, the figure, you know, but totally worth it because Renegade Game did a fantastic job with that game, with that game regarding the components. Now, I know it's a hint if I'm telling you that I went and buy the Megasaur and I want to buy the extra dice with different colors for the different Rangers. <laughs> but I'm not going to spoil you anymore. And you get the hint. You get the idea. But we will do the episode and we will talk about the game as well. What else have I been playing? I've been playing also Survive! Escape from the Atlantis. You know, that's a, an old game that then it was... Uh, we came out with a new version back in 2012, I believe. Uh, which is by uh, Julianne Corline Smith. Um, and great game, great family game. I also been playing Black Angel, which is a game by Sebastian uh, Dejardin. I hope I pronounced it correctly. And it's designed by, uh, it's Polish, I'm sorry, by Pearl Games. Black Angel, my friend. If you want to play a heavy sort of Euro uh, dice work placement 
with a bunch of stuff going on on the board, go Black Angel. I'm not going to share my thoughts with you. My only thing that I will share is that if 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 you remember the movie um, from Christopher Nolan, from Christopher Nolan, Interstellar, and if you happen to see one of my favorite movies, or if you happen to know one of my favorite movies of all time, which is an old movie from Stanley Kubrick, which is a 2001 Space Odyssey, this game, Black Angel, and I said this game because I'm holding it right now here on my shelves, this game uh, is like if you combine those two movies and you try to, to immerse yourself in this intergalactic um, or uh, this space traveling thing. So I don't want to tell you too much more because I also want to want to do an episode about it. The other game that it was provided to me by uh, Stonemaier Games, it's Tapestry, a civilization game. And this game is a one to five players. I've been playing Tapestry solo. I've been playing Tapestry with friends. And we will have the episode very soon as well. And I've been playing many, 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 many other games. For example, I have sent the New Age. I've also been playing Aftermath, The Lord of the Rings, Journey to the, in the Middle Earth. I also play Kick as the game from Mark Meller and John Romita Jr. and published by Simon Games. Now, Kick as the game, let me share with you. That game, it's a fully cooperative and the art the language that is used in the game is definitely the same as the movie. Now, I have never read the comics of Kikas, but I briefly browse a little bit online and it's the same language and same graphics as the comics, which is a very mature, uh, mature theme, right? Uh, different mature atmosphere because they use a lot of bad words, they use uh, some cursing in the cards, which you, you, I found it fun, and you can find it fun as well. It's just that it's not a game for kids, even if it looks great because they're superheroes and whatever. But the idea of the game is very simple. You're in New York City, and you choose your hero, and you try to, you know, save New York City, basically save the different areas from New York City. N City, I'm sorry. And a lot of enemies are going to start to spawn on the board, and basically you're trying to... Uh, defeat them before they defeat you and you try to uh, defeat the game by resolving some of the event cards that you will be getting and facing. Now, uh, uh, one uh, very cool thing from the game is that on your character, you have your character dashboard and your character template, and on that template, you will have different tracks that you want to upgrade, you want to improve. For example, there's a track for the strength. So if you, your superhero goes to the gym to train, well, it's going to get more stronger, right? Also, your superhero can go and do certain works and a certain in a certain districts of New York, and he can get some money to buy more equipment when he goes to the shops, which is very cool. And also, one of my favorite things is that you can get better on social media. So if you are a better hero, your social you become a trending topic on Twitter, let's say, or Facebook. You can become viral on the on the social media universe, and your character starts to gain more likes. Why not? Because everybody wants likes on their posts. And with those likes, he gets he or she gets more abilities and he gets more powerful in order to destroy the enemies easier. But also, it has a very nice mechanic that uh, that it's called, I remember, I think it's happiness so or morale. And when your happiness or morale starts to get lower, you can start to face different problems, real problems, real life problems, unfortunately. But for example, you can suffer from insomnia and that will condition your character to, uh, with a penalty 
let's say, by the time of rolling attacks or movement, or you can start to suffer from alcoholism, or, or you know, you become a smoker or something, which, once again, is very mature and very grudge. I hope that's the correct word, very grudge, just like the comics. So it's a game that I really enjoy, that I brought to the table, I play completely solo, and I'm looking forward to share it, you know, with friends to, to see, to hear the different people's thoughts, you know? And who knows, probably we can do an episode about the game, even if I describe you already a little bit of what I think and a little bit of how it goes. But who knows? I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting game that I want to keep playing. I know that it didn't have very positive reviews from, from the majority of the gamers when Simon released it. But, you know, I mean, I didn't have a bad experience. So we go, we will go from there and we will see what happens in the near future. I also be playing Seven Wonders, a classic, you know, drafting game. We all know it. Drafting game, you're passing with from one player to another. You're trying to build your wonders. You're also trying to get resources to get better cards, to get better points. Great game. It's always a pleasure playing Seven Wonders, and it's a fantastic game. I've also been playing Hellboy, the board game. That one, I, I haven't played solo. I have played fully cooperative. Um, very nice dungeon crawler with a nice mechanics, nice system. It goes very smooth. And I'm not a huge fan. I don't know too much about the, the theme of Hellboy. But I'm now that I played the game and I like it, I'm looking forward to watch the movies, at least the first two, uh, and read a little bit about Hellboy. And if I found it more appealing to me, then I will keep playing and then we will do an episode about it. But basically, it's a dungeon crawler with the main heroes of, of, the, of the comic or of the, of the Hellboy theme, right? And I've been playing a bunch of other games, including also Godzilla. Godzilla from Funk Games, which is, uh, I think it's called, um, to- it's not Tokyo Clash, I think it is, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, the new Godzilla game from Funko Games. I also been playing it. Very fun. You have a deck uh, of cards where you're trying. You it's not a deck building, but you have a deck of cards, and you're gonna be drawing a hand of five. And basically, you're trying to destroy the city. You're trying to destroy your opponents. And at the end of the game, is basically give a victory points, which is a stealing card from your opponents. That those will become your trophy, and they have victory points. And at the end, whoever has more victory points will win the game. And you're playing through a series of rounds until you hit a certain time tracker or a certain point when the city now becomes powerful to defeat the monsters and at that point well whoever has more victory points win the game great game very fun game i recommend it uh if you if you're able to get your hands your hands on it uh once again i think it's called tokyo clash i hope i'm pronouncing it i hope i'm not pronouncing it incorrectly let me see here uh, really quick in the way i can look for the for the real name in that way, I don't give you uh, a wrong information. Come on, come on. I didn't... I played not too long ago. Where is it? I'm trying to go with my app and trying to look for the game. Well, Godzilla Tokyo Clash. Anyway, I played that one as well. Fun game. And my wife defeated me. So, <laughs> so that's that. Anyway, now it's time to talk about Talisman Batman. Let me, let me put it here out of the shelf. Talisman Batman Super Villains Edition, as you could read on the title, and this is once again it's a game that it was provided to me by the op- my amazing friends from the OP or US Opoly. And with that, let's talk. Let's jump into our first section of the show, which is box and cover. Box and cover. Okay, so now we are in the box and cover section of the show. The box, pretty standard, 12 inch. The cover. Is not a standard at all. It's a fantastic cover. I mean, once again, I'm a huge Batman, right? But you have Batman then in Arkham Asylum 
on the background. And this is this combination of art of Batman uh, from the games, from the recent games, from Rocksteady, but also a combination with the Rebirth uh, new series of Batman. So it's great. Uh, the, the the art on, on Batman is fantastic, and then the, just the box, the box, the cover is great. If you want to display it, if, especially if you're a DC fan or a Batman fan, great, you're gonna display it. And in this game, Talisman, you have the big logo over there on on top of the box, Batman Super Villains Edition, that is published, of course, the license from DC and published by US Opoly or the OP. It tells you that it plays age 13 year old plus and that it says it says that it plays two to six players, which that's accurate, of course. And then on the sides of the box, the same Talisman Batman edition presenting you the game. And then on the back, you have Talisman and you have a little bit of the art that you will face inside the game. You can see the miniatures that we will talk about in a little bit once we open the box. And basically it tells you, Escape Arkham Asylum and become the most notorious Batman supervillain of all time. Take on the role of Gotham City greatest criminals as you fight to reach the center of Arkham Asylum in Batman Talisman. Roll your way to victory as the Joker, Harley Quinn, the Riddler, Bane, Poison Ivy, and more. Your path to becoming ruler of the criminal underworld consists of many twists and turns. Battle Gotham City's finest heroes as you search for the Arkham Asylum keycard that will provide access to the security control room where you can shut down the system and free all the supervillains finally. Yes, that's what we want. The first supervillain to make it to the center of the board and best and beat Batman himself wins the game and their freedom. What are we going to find inside the box? Let's take a look because now let's go to our next section which is inside the box. Inside the box. Okay, so now we are in the next section, which is inside the box. And if you see, if you hear me like going my voice away, it's because I'm trying to hold the microphone with one of my arms and also trying to open the box at the same time because you know that I always try to do the unboxing as most realistic as possible, which I'm actually doing and open the box right now in front of you, in front of the microphone. And in that way, you can have that experience of the audio unboxing, just like if you were watching a video, but if you're not able because you're doing something else that doesn't allow you to watch a video, like driving, please don't watch a video while you drive. In that way, you can hear me out and I will describe it for you. So the box, here is that we open it. And the first thing that we find, it's a rule book. The rule book from Talisman Batman, you have the same cover as the box, which is fantastic. Super Villains Edition. And it's a very nice 16 double-sided pages rulebook, which is pretty straightforward. It will explain you how the game plays, how you're going to set up the dashboard for your characters, which in this case you're going to be playing with any, like the enemies, and what everything does. And also another very cool thing that I will also tell you on my thoughts is that on the back of the rulebook, you have a talisman encounter sequence, which basically describes the turn to you. Uh, what happened if this? What happened if that? And you're going to be following the diagram for the first couple of turns. That is, if you are not familiarized with Talisman like I wasn't until I played this Talisman Batman. But if you're familiarized, this is going to be a good reference as well. And probably you're just going to take a look once in a while and then you're going to keep playing the game. Because the game, as you know, it's pretty simple. It's a roll and move game. But in this case, I found very interesting things. So what we're going to find inside the box, we have uh, the game board, which is 
ginormous. <laughs> it's very big, and it's great because it divide it divides on the three levels. I guess like other talismans in this games. In this case, I'm sorry, the Arkham Asylum uh, board, right? So you have the first level, which you will have a bunch of offices and dark rooms and the guard area and then you have the second level you're getting a little bit higher on the asylum and you try to see more interesting rooms and other cells and then you will you will need some a key in order to go to the third level which is the maximum security level and then also you will need the security key card to enter the control room on the third level as well so all the locations on the board will have uh, the different uh, actions that you can perform in every single location when we will talk about a little bit more in the in our next section which is the gameplay also you get a rule book you get 12 character cards the batman card which is great the card the components uh, cards wise well i will share with you a little bit more in a little bit when i share my thoughts you get 102 encounter cards which is a lot of cards uh the feed cards the purchase card the security key cards you get a lot of tokens with the batman symbol that they will help you to uh, locate different events and on different areas on the board and also you get the the six uh, sided dice which they are great because they have a bad symbol everything that has a bad symbol it's always a plus for me unless we're talking about batman flux oh my goodness i already told you about that game that game uh, from zero to five on the rating is probably a 0 0.2 and the 0.2 comes from being a batman game and that's it other than that oof nope <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, this is the component that you will find inside Batman Talisman. Um, bunch of cards, bunch of minis, and actually, let me tell you with uh, as which characters you can play with because the minis that you get in this game are well. Once again, you will hear <laughs> my thoughts, and I'm trying to uh, flip a little bit the box in the way I can take out the minis. I have them now with me. You can play as the Riddler, the Joker, Poison Ivy, Bane. Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, Rasha Ghoul, one of my favorite characters, Two Face, uh, Clayface, Scarecrow, Harley Quinn, and the sur most surprising character for me, which I found on this game, it is the Joker, the Joker's daughter. Now, the Joker's daughter, I have seen only in a few, few, few comics, and I was very surprised, very pleased when I saw that my friends from the OP games included this character in this game, because that's great. And the character is very fun to play with. It has very cool abilities. And I mean, it's the Joker's daughter, so why not, right? <laughs> so anyway, you will find that. And also the Batman miniature as well, which is pretty cool. <laughs> we'll spoil you with that. Uh, and the Batman card that he will be telling you how Batman behaves in the asylum. Anyway, this is what you will find inside the box. And now let's talk very, very briefly about how the game plays because I'm pretty sure you're very familiar with the talisman mechanics. So let's go and see how the game plays. Game play. Okay, so now let's talk about how Talisman Batman Super Villains Edition game plays. As you know, Talisman Batman, or any Talisman, it has the base, basic mechanic of roll and move. In this case, 
is the same. It's exactly the same. You're going to have the board, you're going to have your character, and your character will have different abilities. They're going to have cunning, they're going to have strength, uh, health as well. Those, those are uh, tracking your and your character dashboard. And then you're going to decide which direction are you going to move. Either you want to go left or you're going to go right. And then that's it. You need to go in that direction. You cannot uh, come back and change your, your change your decision as you're moving. Then you're going to roll your dice. And according to the number that you roll, you're going to move those uh, number of spaces. And depends on the space where you land, you're going to encounter different things. Most of them will be encounter cards. And the encounter cards will will change from each level. And on this game, you're trying to find the security key card, right? Which is the one that is going to be uh, is going to allow you to go into that last room in that way you can try to defeat Batman and free everybody. But in the meantime, you're going to be drawing encounters in every in most of the places that you land, and those encounters will be uh, things that you will have to fight, some heroes that you will have to fight, or different situations. You can also find allies. Uh, or, or different things, right? So that's pretty cool. And the idea of the game as well, it's kind of like, yes, you want to do it before the opponent, uh, the main goal of the game, but also it's not a racing game. You don't, I mean, you want to get there faster than the other ones, but at the same time, you want to be able to have enough uh, skills and strength and cunning to defeat Batman. Otherwise, it will be very, very hard. Now, when you roll your dice, also, if you get the bat symbol, guess what? Batman is going to start to move towards the closest enemy, and he's going to jump from level to level, and then he's going to do certain certain number of movements, and, you know, Batman is going to do awful stuff to you. And then, if at some point your character dies, well, you can always grab another villain, and that way you stay on the game. Now, here is where the things change a little bit, for me at least. In Talisman Batman, you're going to, like I said, you're going to try to build up your character in the way you can have better chances to defeat Batman. But if at any point your character dies, on the same space that he died or she died, you're going to leave all your items. And guess what? If there's another character that is close to there, they can just go and pick it up. Pick all the stuff that you work to build very hard <laughs> they can just go and pick it up and now they have way more advantage than you and they can go and defeat batman now on the rule book there's another variant that for in my opinion it makes the th the game a little bit different and definitely spice things up and it's uh called i think it's called talisman bloodbath um and basically on bloodbath the idea is that if any character dies that's it. You're done. You're out of the game. So it changed the mechanic of the basic mechanic of rolling move with a last man standing, which is pretty cool in my opinion. And with this theme with the villains, it fits very well. Because at the end of the day, we are the villains from Gotham City. And we don't we're we're not nice people that care from each other. We're people that yes, we have the same goal, which is defeat Batman and free all the bad guys. But at the same time, it's like at the same time, sorry, it's like you're on your own, and you can go after the other villain because he's not your friend. So the, uh, the the interesting part is that when if you play with that variant, or even if you don't play with that variant, you can go and try to fight another character, and you can kill them in that way. You can get their items as well if that's what you're trying. For example, when I was playing with my wife, she was Harley Quinn, and I was the Joker, right? Of course, and 
I was looking for that uh, Batman Batarang because the Batman Batarang, it's a very special and powerful item. And I found it on one of the rooms. But guess what? I wasn't able to go and pick it up before Harley Quinn went and picked it up. So Harley Quinn ended up with the with the Batarang. With the Batarang. <laughs> anyway, and that was a huge advantage for the game. If she would have killed me, uh, either we would be ending the game or if we were playing just the original version, she would be able to get my items plus whatever she had and then go and try to defeat Batman. Um, and that's basically the, the, the battles you resolve it with dice. You roll dice as well according to the items, skill, or strength, or cunning that you have. Once again, the most uh, encounters that you face, the chances are for you to get better experience, which it will translate to improve your skills of strength, cunning, and health. And that's basically it. It, does, it has that strategy of trying to manage uh, which items and skills you want to have because there's also a limited amount of items and allies that you can have with you. And whoever gets to the third level and open that door from the security room, as of course, if they have the key, Batman will, sp will spawn right away in front of you. And if you're able to defeat it, you win the game. And that's basically how it plays. I'm pretty sure most of the Talisman games have the same mechanic or similar mechanics, but once again, my uh, the one that I really recommend for this game is the Blood is the Blood variant that I definitely recommend for these games. Which once again, it will spice things up a lot. Anyway, now that we talk about how the game plays, well, now let's see what do I think about the game. And if I recommend you to get this game as soon as possible. So let's jump into our next section. Thoughts on the game. Okay, so now we are in my favorite section of the show where it, where is where I tell you what do I think about the game. Oh my god, friends. Batman Talisman Super Villains Edition. Once again, this was my first experience with a Talisman game. And I had to say that I like it, that I enjoy it, that I had fun. Uh, with this, it opens the doors for me to, uh, to a possibility to enjoy the other themes of Talisman. And why not the original as well? And I know, I know, I know a lot of you amazing friends can tell me, well, Derek, you know, uh, you want to play, do you really want to play a roll and move games when you already have all these, or where we have all these amazing other strategy games out there? that, uh, you know, the, the mechanic roll and move can feel out outdated, can feel old. Yes, you are right. Uh, it, can, it can feel that way. But, but I really enjoy this game. And one thing is, sure, it has a roll and move game. But at the same time, it forces you to have a little bit of a strategy. Not that crazy, of course. I'm not going to lie. It's not like, oh, my God, this big strategy, like a lot of games or like Euro games or worker plans. No, 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 no that, not, not that kind of a strategy. But the strategy of, okay, uh, I want to either try to become powerful and try to take my time and then try to defeat Batman, or I'm just going to try to go right away and try to defeat him. That's why I was mentioning that the Blood Bat variant, I think, helps the game a lot. Why? Because if somebody tried to do the strategy like, I want to finish the game really quick and I just want to go and defeat Batman, chances are that that person is not going to be able to do it and it's just going to be coming back and choosing another character because, because they're going to be defeated, right? But if you're playing with that variant, if they are defeated, that's it. They're gone. They lose the game. 
So that kind of forced the game or pushed the game or pushed the characters to think a little bit more and take their time in order to build up their character. In that way, they can be more protected. And if they face Batman and Batman still wins the battle, they don't die. Or if another characters come, another character come after them, they're still protected and they still can make it alive out of that fight. So that's why I think this variant improves the games a lot. The other thing that I really like from the game is the components. The components are fantastic. The cards are great. The art is great. You're going to have amazing art, of course, from the DC Universe, which more, uh, you know, of course, of Batman and the Arkham Asylum and the villains, which that theme for me is fantastic. And the art, like I say, on the cards and the quality of the cards is very great. The quality on the dice, once again, the bad symbol, they look great. They look fantastic. Um, the miniatures, they're very good quality. You can use these miniatures from for other games. Honestly, if there's another Batman game, like the one, spoiler alert, the one that I went Kickstarter all in, uh, um, you know, why not? Right? Or you can use it for uh, some of the deck building uh, DC games that they're out there. I use the miniatures, you know, to bring the table a little bit more alive. And you can use these miniatures for sure because they are great. And I'm pretty sure they're very fun to paint. The board, the board is beautiful. It's huge. And, you know, it really try to push you in the theme of Arkham Asylum. So that's that. Those are the positive things. When where we jump into the negative things of the game, and I don't think it's from this particular game, it's just from this talisman system, is that the games can go very long. Uh, I tried this game uh, two players and I tried this game three players and it was good. You know, it was like like an hour longish and we were having a couple of drinks uh, and we had fun. But I can see if you're having more players, especially if you go like crazy all the way to six, unless everybody's fan of the talisman system, it can last at least three hours or probably more. So that's the downside of the game. Uh, do I want to spend three hours playing Talisman Batman? Most likely not. Do I want to spend an hour or an hour and a half each top playing Talisman Batman? Chances are yes, if that's on the mood that we are for, especially the, the, the gaming group, right? At the same time, one big pro of the game is that, yes, it comes out from the ordinary traditional board games because it has a strategy it has different things that it will spice things up um but at the same time it's a game that you can like i mentioned before you can have some drinks and you can be playing for fun you don't need to think about too much like in heavy in heavy euros uh you need to still have your strategy but it's more about the fun that you have that you having while you're playing the experience of course the theme helps a lot the batman at least for me and this is a game as well that the pro thing is that I can bring it up with my non-board gamers friends, uh, that it will work pretty well. Also with my board game friends, I'm pretty sure with some of the groups that I have that they will be happy to have this game on the table if we're having some drinks or if we just want to have a chill out night and just have fun and don't stress our minds too much with a heavy Euro game per se. Um, so those are basically my thoughts on Talisman Batman. Now, if we go to the complexity of the game, the game is not complex at all. If it's your first time like me where I play it uh, on, a, on the Talisman system, it will take a little bit to grasp. 
you know, the mechanics, but the diagram that you have on the back of the rule book, like I said, which is a thing that I really enjoy and I really like, it's going to make it way easier. And after a couple of turns, you will be good to go and you will be on your own. Going on the rating of the game, going from zero to five, where uh, zero, it's a game that you don't like at all, just like we talk about Flux. Uh, and a five, it's a game that you love it and you want to bring it to the table every single night. I think my rating from uh, for Batman Super Villains Edition Talisman from the OP games will be a strong 3.5, which it can be tricky because a 3.5, it's a very good score for a roll and move game. I know we can seem like other games get 4s and 4.5s, uh, but the, don't get me wrong, the 3.5 for a roll and move game it's a great rating. For example, I'm going to share with you another Kickstarter that I went in. It was uh, the Island of El Dorado uh, by El Dorado Games, which, by the way, I, I'm about to receive my the other Kickstarter from them, which it was Windward, which I hope is better than the Island of El Dorado. Because the Island of El Dorado, the theme, I like it. Um, because, of course, it's uh, magic, Aztecs, all the stuff, you know, it's, it's great for me because, of course, like you know, I'm Mexican. Um, and but it's a rolling move. If you compare, for example, the Island of Eldorado rolling move versus Talisman Batman rolling move, for me, Talisman Batman rolling move is way better. So just to give you an idea, from all the rolling uh, from all the rolling move games that I can remember, probably the one that I have have the most fun will be Talisman Batman. I also not too long ago received a Kickstarter, which is another. Um, Roll and move, which is is called mixtape massacre. Uh, Escape from Till Oaks is more like in a Friday the Thirteenth kind of ish uh, uh, atmosphere game, which is a roll and move, a horror game. It's okay, but once again, if I had to choose a roll and move from my collection, it will definitely be Talisman Batman. That's why the three point five it's kind of tricky because it it doesn't seem like it's a awesome rating. But on the category of roll and move, it's a very high rate because we're comparing this roll and move game with all the other games that we know and that we play and that we enjoy. So that's that's my thoughts on, on, on Batman Talisman. Do I recommend it for you? Of course, for a solo game, there's not a solo variant, so forget about it. <laughs> but if you have a group of two or three people that you play uh, kind of often and this is a this is a good game if they all are in the mood and if you like the batman theme now if you don't have too many group of friends uh, that play board games and it's only mainly solo board games but you enjoy i will still recommend it because this can help as a window to bring more gamers i know i say that often with other games but the, this one it definitely does because it has the mechanic that we all known from very simple games like Monopoly, Roll and Move. Well, these you have the same mechanic, but at the same time, you're going to have all these other implementations that will make the game look like a different thing, and it can definitely be a bridge, uh, sort of-ish, uh, to open the door for new board gamers and to more people to get interested into this hobby. So that can help you as well. So those for those different reasons, I recommend you the game. Now... If you don't like Talisman at all and you don't care about the roll and move, 
but you're a Batman col uh, collection guy like me, this is definitely a game that you want to get because once again, the minis are fantastic and the, and the game looks very great. Display it over there on the game room or on the room where you have your games, which I guess that will be the game room, right? So <laughs> anyway, so those are my thoughts on Batman Talisman. I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the episode and I hope this episode helped you to decide either if get the game or not. Once again, I had fun. And I do recommend Batman Talisman. This was episode number 65 of Solo BG Podcast. Once again, it took me a while to record again. But now I promise you that this will be back to be a weekly uh, podcast. So next week we'll have another episode. And next week and next week and so forth and so on. I'm going to ask you as well to stay safe. That's my most important recommendation uh, right now to stay safe uh, you know love each other play a lot and have fun and remember that if you want to follow me on the social media you can do it through facebook instagram or twitter at solo bg podcast also tiktok i already start to do a little bit of videos on tiktok you can follow me as well there at solo bg podcast you can send me an email at solo bg podcast at gmail.com and i will reply to you as soon as possible if you have any question any comment any suggestion please reach out to me. Anyway, I hope you enjoy. And if this was your first episode, remember, go back and listen to the previous ones. Like always, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, staying there, for staying safe and for listening to Solo BG Podcast. And like always, remember, for victory, go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop.